if we're being honest. 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 Well, hey, and welcome to our all new episode. If we're being honest, it's your girl, Miss Olivia Pope, and I have much to talk about today. Okay, <laughs> if you are tuning in for the first time, I just want to say, Hey, welcome! Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for coming to hear what I have to say. If you are returning to the podcast, I just want to say, Hey. Thank you for coming back. <laughs> Clearly, I said something that you wanted to hear and you want to hear more. So I'm very appreciative of that. Um, so let's just jump into it. I have a lot to talk about. And, you know, I want to I want to get into all the things. OK, <laughs> so first and foremost, first and foremost, <laughs> um, I want to celebrate myself for officially being a podcaster for two years. I started the podcast. I dropped my first episode on Christmas of 2019 and it's been two years and I just want to say that I'm super proud of myself. Um, This was something that I wasn't sure if I wanted to do or not do or, you know, it was a thought that I had and I wasn't really sure how I wanted to handle the situation. But now that I've started it, um, I want to continue <laughs> because I really enjoy um, podcasting and I enjoy talking to you guys and sharing with you guys and I enjoy the feedback that I get and knowing that some of the things that I'm going through or have gone through, you guys have gone through as well or can just relate just on a on a regular level. You know what I'm saying? So I'm really appreciative of that. Um, I also want to celebrate myself because I am recording. This is my very first episode recording in my brand new house. And ironically, if you go back to the very first episode, I talk about, you know, wanting to buy a home. And, you know, at the time I wanted to buy it last year, but little did any of us know that the pandemic was coming (laughs) and was going to be still here okay so it's been you know such a crazy uh ride and experience but I am officially a homeowner and I'm super excited to be here with my daughter and you know I'm just excited to make memories and to really make this house a home okay speaking of my daughter, uh, Little Miss Mamas, just turned one as well um, in December. Well, we're still in December, but earlier December, okay? <laughs> um, and I was super excited. We threw our party and um, all of my family and close friends were here. And I was just so grateful because when she was born... Um, And you can go back and listen to her full story in detail on uh, Riley's story, the podcast. That's just a a shameless plug if you haven't heard it. (laughs) 
Um, but she's going through a lot in her first year of life. And to be able to have her around family and friends, some of those people who were there have never even met her because one of because of her condition and two because of the pandemic and so to be able to share with family and friends was just such an amazing experience and I was so glad that you know we got to be able to do that because at this rate that was just a couple of weeks ago and it seems like the pandemic is pandemicing way more than it was when it first came okay this new uh Omicron or Amaracron or Amarion or whatever it's called is coming with a vengeance and it really even altered Christmas you know Christmas just passed and it really altered how people were spending the holidays and so for us to have been able to do that you know during that time was great because unfortunately with all that's been going on we weren't able to uh, share with family and friends like we would have really wanted to for Christmas so you know is we're all you know everyone in the world is taking it one day at a time um, just as a side note I just want everybody to be safe and please wear your mask okay it's very important <laughs> that you wear your mask <laughs> no but just you know stay safe guys um and hopefully uh this too shall pass okay um you know when i think about this entire year of 2021 and just kind of reflect i really can say that i'm super proud of myself for a lot of different reasons um you know in the very beginning of the year um my daughter had just just came home um I we got to bring her home New Year's Eve last year so literally from January 1 to now thankfully Riley has been home she has not had to uh go back to the hospital for any reason other than just checkups but um when I started the year I kind of had an idea of how I thought that um parenting was going to go and co-parenting was going to go and all of those different things and none of that has gone the way that I thought it was going to go um not necessarily in a negative way but it just didn't go the way that I thought it was going to go you know and the role of being a single mom has really been a journey and what I can say in my first year is that I'm super proud of myself for all that I have endured all that I have overcome um with just being a single mom a mom to a first-time mom at that um a single mom a mom who pretty much has been doing it on her own you know what I'm saying? And that's not a shot to anybody. It's just the facts. Um, being a mom to a child who has a medical condition um, and for any mom or just anybody, period, who has to care for someone who has a medical condition, you know that um, that's a round the clock thing. Like that's a real thing. 
to, you know, make sure that what's going on with them should be going on. You know what I'm saying? I'm a first time mom. So when she's crying or whatever, it's like, okay, is she crying because of this or is she crying because of that? Is she just hungry or is she in pain? Like it was just a lot of questions within myself. You know what I'm saying? Making sure that I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. Um, just trying to keep myself above water, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And not get too overwhelmed. But when I say that I, I was in such a space when my daughter was in the hospital. And so I didn't, when she came home, I didn't care if she cried all night. I was just happy for her to be home. Now, let me tell you, let me tell you something though. Now, if she cry all night, I'm annoyed because I'm like, girl, I'm sleepy. <laughs> can we go to bed? What's what's going on? I'm now I'm like, can you talk, please? Because what's the tea? And if you know me personally, you know, I say that to her all the time. I'm like, what's the tea, sis? What's wrong? What What can I do so we can make this a better experience for the both of us? Because I'm sleepy and I'm trying to figure out why why you crying, you know, <laughs> But I was just so happy for her to be home. And it was just kind of one of those things where where it didn't matter. But I was trying to really figure it out as I went because I was very unsure. And I didn't have the help that I thought I was going to have. So I had to figure it out on my own. And so just to look back at how far we've come in just this short year has been amazing for me. Honestly, it, it made me realize that I'm a lot stronger than I thought I was or not even that I thought I was because I don't know how strong I thought I was or needed to be. But it just made me realize like you can do this. You can do anything. You can do anything you want to do. You have survived having a child in the pandemic. You have survived having a child who has um, a medical condition. You have survived being with that child every day while working from home. Because let me explain something to you. I love working from home, but working from home with a newborn child is not as easy as some people may think or some people would think. It's like, oh, you home, you could just kind of do whatever, whatever. It's not easy. And my daughter can't go to daycare right now because of between her condition and the pandemic, she really can't be around a whole bunch of people in that capacity. So she has to stay home, which is fine because I work from home, right? But it's not easy to have to work and take care of her and because it doesn't matter if, you know, if she's up all night or fussy or cranky in the middle of the day, I have to figure out a system. You know what I'm saying? Stop what I'm doing. Um, do this. Do that. You know, make sure I'm still getting all of my work done because mama need to check. Okay? I need to be where the money resides. <laughs> so we can make sure that we have what we need to take care of ourselves you know so it's one of those things where it, it just wasn't easy and so it just made me 
understand like girl like you are killing it and I don't give myself enough credit just in general and I made myself a promise that I was going to be more intentional about celebrating myself and I believe I, I talk about that in one of I think one of the episodes like right before I turned 30 or things that I wanted to do when I turned 30 was to celebrate myself because we sometimes we just go and do and you know what I'm saying we do one thing and it's like okay now we on to the next and we never really sit and be like yo I I did that we so busy trying to check off all the the things on our list that we don't take a time to celebrate the things we've checked off and it's very it's really sad honestly because I know a lot of people who do that and it's like we really need to stop especially now with the way life is we really need to stop and be grateful and celebrate the things that we do like seriously and it's one of those things where you know, I want to be more intentional about celebrating myself. Yeah, other people can celebrate me, but I I should be happy about the accomplishments that I've done. You know what I'm saying? And and every day I try to do that even in my house. You know, I just kind of, especially on Christmas, I really had an entire moment just because last year... For Christmas, my daughter was in a hospital. She was still in the hospital from being born. And we did not know when she was coming home. And so to be able to now be in a house. And she hasn't been back to the hospital since they discharged her. Like that's huge. And to and to have the doctors every time I go. They talk about how amazing, amazing of a job I'm doing. And they, they're like, oh, you're a super mom. Like, this, that, like, they always praise me because of how well she's doing. And I'm like, you know what? I am doing a good job. Mm, you doing a good job. Mm, you doing a good job. Mm, you good. <laughs> like, you are. Like, you are seriously doing a good job. And it's kind of like, did I expect to be, you know, doing it all by myself? No. But that don't mean that it's not going to get done. You know what I'm saying? I had to really learn and understand that concept of like, at the end of the day, whatever, who don't do what for their kid, that doesn't stop you from doing what you need to do for yours. Okay? Like, at the end of the day, me being a mom is not predicated on what somebody else is doing. I'm going to be a mom regardless. And so when I when I changed my mindset, because I, I mean, if we could be honest, in the beginning of the year, I was pissed off. I was pissed for a, for a lot of different reasons. I was pissed off because I was sold a dream. We're going to get into it today, okay? Can we, be, can we be honest on this podcast today? I was sold a dream and thought that the situation was going to be one way and it wasn't and I was pissed off about it and 
once I realized, like, girl, you being mad still ain't changing the situation. And so, you need to switch your mindset. And you need to focus that energy on whatever. So, not there, but here. You need to focus on being present where you are with your daughter. Okay? He don't call. That's on him. He don't come. That's on him. That don't have nothing to do with you. That don't stop you from being a mom. If he miss, he miss. Okay? And that's and that's just that's just what that is. You know what I'm saying? Because being a mom is a 24/7 job. And I'm not going to stop that because you decided that you don't want to parent today. That's not on me. And again, that's that's not taking shots at nobody, but that's just that just is what it is. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. And so once I got out of the mindset and like my like some of my family members be pissed. And I just shrug my shoulders like I didn't at first. But now I'm just like, all right, well, moving on. Because in my mind, it's his loss. You know what I'm saying? It's his loss. Because my daughter is amazing. Amazing. And I'm not and I'm not gonna act like, you know, he don't see her or whatever. Cause he do. But he also could see her more. If we're being honest, he could see her more. He could call her more. He could show up more. He could do better. He could do better. But it's not for me to make you do better. It's for you to want to do better. Hello? Hello? Hello, somebody. It's not up to you to make somebody do better. It's up to them to want to do better. That's why you can't take addicts to the to AA and stuff. Cause they and then you mad cause they leave. Cause they don't want to do better at the time. Until they want to do better, they're not gonna do better. All you gotta do is do what you need to do. Whether that's just still checking in on them, praying for them, or sometimes just backing the hell up off the situation and saying, you know what? You got it. You got it. Maybe you'll come around. Maybe you won't. And and here's another thing. And don't let people manipulate you when you decide to take your hands off of a situation. Don't let people try to make you feel like, oh, well, um, oh, you just going to leave me like this. You just going to. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Because I've done all I can do. It's not my job to baby you. It's not my job to hold your hand through life. It's not my responsibility. That's not why I was brought on this earth. It was not to take care of you. Yes, I am your friend. Yes, I am your sister. Yes, I am your brother. Yes, I am your husband, your wife. But after a while, you have to want to do for you. I can't do it all. I can't take care of me and take care of you. And this is not about him. I'm just talking in general terms at this point. We can't do it all for everybody else. You know what I'm saying? And and for me personally, 
I was doing a lot at one point in time. And when the situation dispersed the way that it did, and I realized how much I was doing and how much I was no longer doing, it was like a huge weight lifted off my shoulders. It was like, girl, you was really... You know, when you in the situation, sometimes you can't see it. But when you back up off that thing, you'll be like, you was doing all of that? Girl. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> you know, so it is just one of those things where you have to hold people accountable. But you also have to do what you got to do for yourself. You have to do what you have to do. For yourself and once I realized that it was just going to be me and mine me and my daughter cool say less watch this thing work okay and it has been me and her and we have been doing amazing amazing you know what I'm saying um just me you know just getting and you know clarity on myself you know very self-reflective of the situation you know what i'm saying um just reflective on life you know because who who really wants to be a single mom not me you know my parents were and are married currently granted my parents were not married when i was born but six months later, they got married and they've been married ever since. And so that's all I know is a mom and dad in the household. So who wouldn't want the same thing for their child? You know what I'm saying? Who wouldn't want to be in that same situation to have a mom and dad in the, in the same household, you know? But that don't stop nothing. That don't stop nothing. And let me just say this real quick because i see a lot of stuff on social media about single moms and this that and the third let me tell you something there are a lot of women who start out not single moms and end up being single moms so when so when i see things on social media about like oh you need to pick the right partner you need to figure this out and figure this out there are women who were married and, and then got pregnant and had their babies and are now divorced for one reason or another. So it's not always about. Oh you just found this random person. And now you're pregnant. Yes there are situations like that. But there are other ones of us. Who have been in situations with people. For long periods of time. And it's not just a fly by night thing. So y'all need to relax up off of that. Because I don't like that. I don't like when I see stuff like that. But back to what I was saying. But I, that was just an aside. You don't want to be a single mom. And the thing is, also though, what I what I had to learn for myself is, as bad as I wanted to not be a single mom, if the situation would have went the way that I would have liked it to go and have, you know, two parents and having the whole family thing I would have been very unhappy 
I would have been very unhappy. Why? Because the relationship between me and him was already bad. And unless both of us would have worked on certain things, the relationship would have stayed the same and I would have been unhappy. And the thing that I have to have to because it's something that I'm still actively working through. The thing that I have to figure out and not really figure out because I know what it is. But the fact that I have to work through. I would have stayed in the situation and been unhappy. But I would have stayed for the sake of having a family. Mm, 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 mm. I would have stayed and I would have made it work. I would have been not, not that I would have been like sad and depressed, but the happiness that I know I can have with a man, I would not have had in that situation for one reason or another, unless we both would have made a conscious effort to change. Or made certain steps and strides to make certain things better. And I honestly don't believe that would have happened. I don't believe that would have happened. And that's the crazy part. As much as I would have been like, we a family. I would have been home like, this is some mess. This is a mess. But I would have, but I would have been right there. And it's so crazy how I I know for a fact, I know some other women who are like that, who stay in situations, whether it's because they feel like they've invested the time, because they feel like they've already put in the work, um, so they don't want to look stupid. Some women don't have a fear of starting over. And that's a that was a big thing for me. Like... Starting over with a fresh baby, I was like, oh, this is giving ghetto. This is ghetto. I got a whole newborn and I got to start over. But there is such beauty in starting over. And not really starting over, but starting fresh. When I sit back and, and evaluate how much I've accomplished in the last year, I'm so grateful for the fresh start. I'm so grateful for the fresh start because I don't know if it would have happened like this if I was still in a different headspace, in a different environment, in that same relationship. I don't know if it would have happened. And I'm just like, wow, I learned so much about myself very it's been a very eye-opening year for me um you know what I'm saying just even just being like oh I'm gonna just be all about me and my daughter me and my daughter my mom was like if you don't go out and get you some fresh air and stuff because although at the time I was staying with my parents I pretty much took care of my daughter wholly and solely my parents would see her sometimes like we don't all live in the same house they wasn't in there like come here bring me that baby this dad and the third every day that's not what was happening 
I was taking care of her pretty much all the time by myself. And I know that's weird in a way because it's like you in the house people you got help. But I was just so like, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm mom. I didn't, you know, kicked in. And, and the big thing for me was because my daughter was in the hospital for her first month, there were a whole bunch of other people taking care of her. So once she got home, I just like had this complex, like I got it. I could take care of her. I don't need nobody else trying to take care of her. Y'all have done enough. Thank you for your services, but I got it from here. <laughs> and so I just like went into this mode of like, I got it. I'm going to just be super mom. And after a while, my mom was like, okay, but you could go get your nails done. You, you know, you can do your hair. Like you can go get, go out with your friends, like do something. You know what I'm saying? And, um, I appreciate my mom for that so much because, um, even in that, it, it got me, you know, to get kind of like my confidence back a little bit as well. You know, being around my friends and they're like, oh girl, you look nice or whatever the case may be. You know, I ain't really done the whole snapback situation. I ain't, not that I ain't have time, but I ain't have time. I was just trying to. I was just trying to be a mom. You know what I'm saying? I spent this entire year focused on making sure Miss Mamas was good. My plan is for 2022 to, you know, get my little mom bod together. We're going to see. I done put it out in the atmosphere now. So we're going to, you know, manifest that. That I'm going to get this body right. I ain't going to give pounds and all that because I, I don't want to over overdo myself and then be disappointed when it don't happen but we want to try to move and shake a few things you know okay I mean don't get it twisted sis is cute but we could just be a tad snatched <laughs> for 2022 if I, if I could do a little something by the time my birthday listen y'all I've been trying to get to Jamaica for two years now for my birthday Y'all think we can y'all think I can make it happen? As a side, I've been trying to go to Jamaica, but I just got my passport like a couple of months ago. Don't judge me, okay? Okay. Is is I know it's giving ghetto, but don't judge me. <laughs> but I'ma try to see if we could get to Jamaica come my birthday. Now whether I'm going with friends or whether I'm going with a man, maybe we can manifest that in twenty twenty two too. Okay. <laughs> We gonna see. We gonna see what's gonna happen. Okay, but Jamaica is the plan. Snatched is the plan. But just the fact that, like, my friends would just be like, "Yo, like, you still like you cool, like you cool. You still got it. Like, don't think that is giving anything else, but you good. You know what I'm saying? And I had to get to the point where I was like, you know what? I am good. Like, I did just have a kid. Like, I definitely just gave birth so anybody got a problem they shouldn't <laughs> you know what i'm saying because it's really me versus me like i haven't really been in competition with anybody about anything i'm actually very much of a celebrator for other people that's why i'm trying to work on celebrating myself because that's very foreign to me but i love seeing my friends doing a thing 
uh, on a grind, being, you know, motivating and like all that kind of stuff like that kind of stuff really makes me feel better. You know what I'm saying? And when I bought my house, I had a lot of my close friends like, yo, like I'm super inspired by you. Like, you know how crazy that is to me for somebody to say they're inspired by me because I'm very much like, yo, I can't even believe that people are even looking at me in that capacity. You know what I'm saying? Like in my mind, I'm like, yo, I'm just trying to make a good life for my daughter the way my parents made a good life for me. And so to have other people that I consider to be doing not better than me, but in a better space, momentum wise. For to have those type of people saying like, yo, I'm inspired. Like, yo, I got to step my game up because you out here doing it. And this, that, and the third. It's like, yo, that's that's crazy. That's really crazy to me. And it's such a humbling place because I never even do anything for people to notice me. I'm a very much play the background type of girl. I always have been. Um... I don't like to get into a lot of drama. Like, I, I'm super chill. And so, to, like, do certain things, it's like, oh, I'm just, like, in my... Listen, I I say, oh, I'm in my own little corner, in my own little chair, minding the business that pays me. So, when I have people who, like, yo, I see you, I almost kind of cringe. Because it's like, oh, why are you looking at me? Why do you see me? <laughs> like, but at the same time... It is kind of dope that people look at you and feel like, yo, I could do that too. Or like, yo, I want to do that because I see how she move and I want to be like that too. And for me, it's just like, dang, y'all got a girl about to shut a thug tear. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like is to have my, you know, one of my, my girlfriends, she was like, yo, we've talked about this. And I'm like, you know what? We have talked about this. We really have talked about what it means or what or the things that I wanted to do and accomplish. And I'm slowly but surely checking those things off my list. And it's it's an amazing feeling, but it's even better to have friends and people that you know and appreciate to like share the experience with you know what i'm saying i had a little get together at my house and i had friends that i've known since i was four years old here at my house and number one to have friendships that long mean a lot to me those friendships i cherish the most because it's like it, it doesn't matter what life has uh thrown at us or where life has taken us you know what I'm saying we still remain in a space of friendship and I think that's so dope to have friends who have kind of seen you through every stage of life you know I had college friends you know friends I met after college just just people that really really mean a lot to me in one way or another and just to have them here to share the experience was amazing. Like it really made my heart warm. It really, really did. Um, and so I just, you know, it's 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 been a crazy journey. 
You know what I'm saying? It's really been a crazy journey just going through the motions of uh, even how to handle being a woman aside from being a mom. Because I'm a woman first. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a woman first and not I'm not just a mom. And I'm actively, even though Riley doesn't know it yet, I want to be able to show her that I'm not just a mom. Like, I'm a woman. I'm a podcaster. <laughs> you know, I'm a, I'm a daughter as well. You know what I'm saying? I'm a sister. I'm a friend. Like... And I want her to be able to see, like, you can do it all. Like, you don't have to just be one thing. Like, I don't want to just be Riley's mom. You know what I'm saying? I want to be me as a woman first. And making sure that I'm taking care of me. Making sure that I'm taking care of my needs. Making sure that I'm not letting certain things, you know, slip through the cracks. Because, you know, they say mama's got to have a life too. And I want to make sure... This mama is having her life now and not, you know, like some of our, our moms and grandmoms did, they didn't have a life or they sacrificed a lot of their life or didn't do the things that they wanted to do because they were so busy being moms. And it's like, while we commend them and we appreciate them for their sacrifice, we don't want to do that. We don't want to do that. And let's just be honest. We want to be able to do it all. We want to be able to go on the trips and go on the dates and get married. And you know what I'm saying? Even if you are married to have those hobbies, you know what I'm saying? And still have girls nights and all these different things and not just be defined by the fact that we do homework or the fact that, you know, we cook for the family and this and this. It's like, I if I don't feel like cooking, we not cooking. And I shouldn't beat myself up about it because I got my child Wendy's instead of a home-cooked meal. It's like I didn't want to cook tonight. It, now, Riley's not old enough to eat Wendy's, but y'all get my point. <laughs> it's like I don't want to just be the mom. I want to be the woman. And so as I, you know, go on this journey to get snatched, you know, maybe I could find me a little somebody. You know what I'm saying? Who make me feel like a woman. Hello? Can we? Hello, somebody? Okay. <laughs> um. So, yeah, y'all, listen. I am going to actively try and do better in 2022. With rocking with you guys and rapping with you guys because it was a lot going on in 2021. It was so many different things that I wanted to really delve into with you guys. But it's all pretty much water under the bridge now. And it's been talked about on social media and all this and all that. And at the end of the day, it's okay. We'll get into it <laughs> We'll get into it another day and another time. Maybe. Um, tonight is... Um, oh, I can talk about this really quick though. Tonight is the season finale or series finale right, of Insecure. And I guess we are going to see if Issa chooses 
Lawrence or Nathan. And let me just tell you this real quick. I this is what I this is what I'll say. I ain't picking teams, but this is what I'll say. If you've watched the entire show, if you don't watch, it doesn't matter. But if you've watched and you've seen the growth of Issa, I hope she picks Nathan. And I'm going to tell you why. Because as a woman who who understands growth and different things like that, I think it's very selfish for a man to wait until you are moved on and happy somewhere else to then decide that they want to come and throw a monkey wrench into that situation because of love or whatever the case may be you know what i'm saying we thought it was very cute when Whitley and Dwayne, you know, when Dwayne interrupts the wedding and baby, please, and all of that, we thought it was very cute because we knew that Whitley and Dwayne should be together. You know, we we love that, and and that's the thing. Sometimes we love relationships so much we're willing to overlook some of the mess. Dwayne Wayne was wrong as jacks for interrupting that wedding like that. The girl was at the altar. Granted, she left the man at, to, at the altar, but she was moved on because of one reason or another. And I feel like in this situation, Lawrence, um, for just to give brief context to those who don't watch, Lawrence and Issa were dating. They were dating for like five years. Lawrence was a bum on her couch. She got tired of it. She broke it off with him. Then Lawrence like glowed up low key. She wanted him back. He was like, mm, I'm good. So it was like this whole thing with them. Issa moves on. He moves on. But then at some point they kind of reconnect. And then Lawrence finds out he's having a baby with another woman. Issa's like, mm, I don't really want to deal with that. Like this is just a lot for me. Issa moves on and finally gets with this other guy that's super cool. And now all of a sudden we're here at the end and he's like, I want to fight for you. I don't want to end this. Like, I need to know if you love me. And me and my homegirl was talking about this earlier. Love ain't everything. Love don't put food on the table. Love does not pay the bills. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, it got to be more than it. It got to just be more than, oh, I just love you. Like, where is the rest? Where is the rest of it? And it's like, all of a sudden, I said, we didn't, I said, you know, I don't think this is going to be right for me. And you didn't say that then. Now, all of a sudden, I moved on to happy. And now you want to double back and say, well, well, I need to know. Why? I moved on. Why are you trying to make this situation not cool for me? Like, come on. There are a lot of feelings involved here. Clearly, I moved on for a reason. And at the end of the day, 
I'm not saying that she don't love Lawrence. But in my mature age, I ain't old. But I'm just saying, as I'm at, in me being mature in my 30s, like maybe in my 20s, I'd have been like, girl, get your man. Like, you could be a stepmom. But it's like, I also don't have to. I don't have to. <laughs> I don't have to for love. I don't have to. I could find love over here. Cause, Cause, let me tell you something from experience, and I know some of y'all can relate. At some point, you stop being in love. Okay, at some point, yeah, y'all break it off or whatever, and you be sad at first, but then one day you wake up, and it ain't as bad. And a few more days you wake up, and you look back like, hmm. I was really in that thing, wasn't it? And they don't even phase you no more. So, I say all that to say, I hope that Issa makes the smart choice. And to my ladies out there, you don't have to settle. Even to my men. Even to my men. I don't want to be biased. You don't have to settle just to say you in love. You can have it all. You can have it all. And even if it didn't work out with whoever you thought it was supposed to work out with. Doesn't mean that you don't deserve it all. And it doesn't mean that you can't have it all. It doesn't mean that if you start over. That that fresh start won't be the best start. That that won't be the start of the best time of your life. And you can look back on that situation and just be like, oof, that was the time. And it'll just be an experience that you grew from. And that'll be that. And that'll be that. I ain't going to be mad if Issa pick Lawrence. But I hope, she, <laughs> I hope she picks Nathan. I really do. I really hope she picks Nathan. Um, I'm not team Nathan or team Lawrence, but just... And the just as the on the outside looking in on the experience, just because of how Lawrence showed his behind last week, I hope she picks Lawrence. And since I'm trying to do better with podcasting, hopefully I'll be back next week and I could talk about the finale and we can really get into we can really get into the the situation, okay? So, I love you guys. I thank you guys for rocking with me. Like I said earlier, I thank y'all for being patient with me. Um, there is a level of peace that I have being in my own space. And I'm going to be very conscious in 2022 about just a lot of different things in my life. One is definitely like scheduling my time and prioritizing my time a lot better i want to make sure that i'm being very intentional with um with me with me like i said i focused all of 2021 on making sure my daughter was well taken care of and making sure she was cool and making sure that you know she did not have to go back to the hospital for any reason and i think i've done an amazing job of that and so now in 2022, 
I'm going to be very intentional about making sure that I'm making time for me. The woman. Hello? So, um, I love y'all. I hope you guys are staying safe. I hope you guys have a happy new year. Um, Because the next time I talk to you guys, hopefully, God willing, we will be in 2022. And so, um, I love you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Always remember to love yourself. Keep God first. And if you're not being honest, then what are you really doing? Until next time. Bye.